137th parallel on America's haunted highway, it's Pixelated Paranormal, your guide to the unusual and the strange. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Pixelated Paranormal here, and this is episode 186. As opposed to what I thought was 187 when we right. tried to record last night. Yeah, this is a redo. Technical issues. <laughs> yeah, we pulled a mulligan. We had some technical yeah. issues, and also I was at the peak of a fever dream right before that roller coaster came crashing down. And so I think there's a lot of uh, a lot of rambling on that last episode on my account. So a whole lot of rambling. So <laughs> yeah. We are tried to record last night, and I had just gotten my second dose of the COVID vaccine, and it really, really laid me out. During the recording, I was okay, but I could tell that I was starting to kind of lose it a little bit during all that. And then, uh, yeah, by midnight, 1 o'clock last night, I had a fever of like 102.1. By 3 or 4 o'clock this morning, I had violent chills and I was shaking so much that it felt like a dime store hotel that you put a quarter in the bed, and I'm pretty sure the entire bed was vibrating with how bad I was shaking. Ugh. Yeah, it was nasty. Uh, but Shayla didn't have really any side effects. A little bit of fatigue today, but otherwise she was fine. So the moral that felt... the moral of that story is: uh, out of the two of you in this relationship, one half of you is not a pussy and can handle it. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, maybe that's what we learned. Maybe yeah. that's what we learned. <laughs> Man, it, it laid me out bad. I woke up this morning, splitting headache. I had just under 103 degree temperature, and I am just now at uh, 10.50 p.m. feeling myself again, you know, about three quarters myself again, so. Yeah. But, you know, all's well that ends well. Glad we got it done. Glad we got vaccinated, so there we go. And Steve won't be joining us tonight because he is on call for work. So right now he's uh, taking a little little beauty sleep rest. Getting his beauty yeah. rest. Yeah. But he'll be back on for our next episode, which I think is going to be a lot of fun. So, But for tonight, uh, the main reason why we're jumping on here is just to make sure we got our audio set back up the way it needs to be. Presto, you are in the midst of making a new recording studio at your new place. Oh, yeah. So that's exciting. Yeah, I'm trying to get it, you know, all set up. I got the, you know, all my Marvel action figures, all my uh, cryptic collectibles, my gnome with the pipe, and um, it's just kind of echoey. And uh, so, got to do a little tweaking. So, oh, it's all right, man. All, already way better than what we tried last night. So, oh yeah. Always <laughs> pro tip, pro tip, people. When uh, you move and you get everything reset back up, always check your levels on your microphone. Like that's 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 a pro tip right there. <laughs> uh, you would have thought we would have known that by now, but apparently not. No. Oh uh, well, we're still learning. After 186 episodes, we still have more to learn. Can't teach an old dog new tricks, baby. <laughs> Well, on tonight's episode, we're going to keep it fast and loose, we're going to keep it kind of sloppy, and we're just going to hit you guys with three of the weirdest news stories we've seen in the last week or so. So if there's nothing else presto to add, let's just get into it. Let's hit it and quit it. Our first story... I said let's hit it and quit it. <laughs> yes. Very much so. 
Our first story is all about terror from above as ravens are being accused of stealing groceries from Alaskan Costco customers. In Anchorage, Alaska, some Alaskan Costco shoppers are saying they're having their groceries stolen by a pack of overweight ravens in the Costco store parking lot. Matt Llewellyn said that he was packing his groceries into his car in the parking lot of an Anchorage Costco when ravens swooped down and stole a short rib out of his shopping cart. I literally took 10 steps away and turned around. Then the two ravens came down and instantly grabbed one out of the package, ripped it off, and flew away with it. Llewellyn said the piece of meat was about 4 by 7 inches, roughly 10 by 18 centimeters for our metric friends, a sizable meal for two sizable birds. They know what they're doing, obviously, he said, and it's not their first time. These birds are very fat, so I think they've got the whole system down here. And once he got back home, he noticed that one of the ravens had even taken a poke at another rib, but didn't manage to rip it out of the package. So he says he cut the meat off and started to marinate it when his wife walked in the room and says, Honey, that's disgusting. Take it back. So surprisingly enough, Costco actually took back the short ribs, even though there was one missing and they'd already been marinated by this guy and his wife. Now, that's not just the only raven sighting and raven theft in the area. More sightings have come out on social media. Another guy says, My parents were minding their own business after a shop and made it home with one less steak. Kimberly Waller said, The bird snatched it right out of the pack in the parking lot. Another Anchorage resident, Tamara Josie, replied to Waller's post and referred to the ravens as very calculated. She said the ravens hovered in <laughs> the ravens hovered around her in an attempt to steal her groceries. I had two ravens, one that was on the car next to me and one that kept squawking really loud, said Josie. He would sit on the car and just stare at me, then hop next to the bed of the truck and then onto the other side, and he kept going back and forth, back and forth, almost taunting. The other raven was on the ground. He kept trying to pull. I had those mini melons you have on the mesh bag. I had those mini melons you have in mesh baggies. He kept trying to grab a melon and rip it out of the netting and just pull the melons all the way off the cart. One raven started to fly in a circle above Josie until she got them to finally scram. He was waiting for another opportunity to grab the damn melons off the cart, but they never were deterred. They just kept staying posted, waiting for their next opportunity to steal something else out of my shopping cart. These are some really smart birds. <laughs> They're very dedicated to their mission, and a manager of the Anchorage Costco declined to comment to the newspaper about the Raven Thieves. The Anchorage... Uh... The Anchorage Audubon Society tallies the Raven population every December. The group reported that 923 common ravens in 2018, where there was only 621 in 2019, and then again 750 birds in 2020. So it seems like these numbers are kind of dwindling and then kind of going back up in a bit of a uh, roller yeah. coaster. A former wildlife biologist said that hundreds of ravens fly by Anchorage in the winter for food. After winter turns to spring, most of these ravens then leave. But before they do, the ravens stick around to pluck assorted meats and fruits and veg from this local Costco. 
And for many years, decades in fact, they've watched people in parking lots of grocery stores with all the food. So they know what a piece of fruit looks like in a shopping cart because they've seen it every single year on the grounds or in garbage cans. So these birds are incredibly intelligent, and I think that's just freaking fascinating. I think they're assholes. Now what says you? <laughs> Did you say you had a raven story? Yeah, look, these bastards are like huge. They're big, like the biggest, the biggest oh, yeah, bird, dude. you know. In modern daytime, and they really are assholes. So, uh, we were at a Sam's one time over on uh, North Rock, and uh, my buddy and I, best mm-hmm. friend from high school, Tim, we were with his mom, and she has a she has a Boyd phobia, whatever that technical term is called, and she literally freaks. Did you say Boyd phobia? Yeah, attack of the Boyds. <laughs> she's scared of Boyds. She's scared of Boyds. <laughs> she's and scared of the Boyds. She's scared Ooh. of the Boyds. And uh, so we were at uh, on the uh, like the north side of the parking lot by uh, Coles and we were getting out and, you know, these fucking things in the summertime, like hang, you know, hang out on the top of like the, you know, the lights and the stuff and and then they're watching. And I don't know if they're psychic or not, Mm -hmm. but I swear to God, they knew that this woman had a birdophobia and this fucking raven just like ornithophobia is the bird phobia. Boom. There you go. You know. Sean on the scene with the science facts there. So this fucking thing just like dive bombs like a fucking hawk on prey, right? And it hit the car door Uh so hard that she fell back into the car screaming and flailing her hands around because she's so freaked out about the birds. And then it's like sitting in front of the car. Ah, 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 ah. Just fucking calling (laughs) and hopping around like it was amused with itself that it knocked the old lady back into the car. So... Wow. Holy cow, man. Yeah. Well, I know that um, birds are incredibly smart, including crows and ravens. And I watched a documentary once, probably 10 years ago, and they were talking about how crows and grackles and common blackbirds, including ravens, are actually smarter than golden retrievers and Labrador retrievers. Oh, yeah. Something pretty common that I thought was pretty awesome is... Um, outside of Costco's, you know, um, they did this experiment where they set up cameras and they reviewed these uh, this flock of um, crows and they would fly down, grab the walnuts that had landed on the ground that had fallen out of the tree, fly back up and perch up on these traffic lights. And then they knew what red, yellow and green meant. So when the light turned green, they would all drop the walnuts into the street the cars would then drive over them, breaking all the shells open, exposing, you know, the nut meat, so to speak. And then when the light would turn yellow, they'd all post up, the light would turn red, and they'd all swoop down, grab the nuts, and fly back up and eat the nuts and repeat it over and over and over. Wow. Yeah. So fun fun little bird facts for you. But here's another fun little here's another fun little bird fact. So you know how like uh pigeons are considered like dirtiest bird out there? Like you know how like you hear all the time about how like pigeons have diseases and you shouldn't touch a pigeon and blah blah yeah. blah because there's there's that's all bullshit. That was actually propaganda that was made up back in like the twenties and thirties. Um, because this guy in New York that was like a you know, like a hotel, you know, entrepreneur and had like all these hotels and he was like super rich. He actually got that started so people would sit there and shoot the fucking pigeons and stop them from shitting all over the top of his hotel and billboards. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. Yeah. So oh, wow. quit hating on pigeons, people. 
Pigeons have feelings too, and they're not dirty. Pigeons right. do not have space aids. You heard it first. You heard it here first, folks. There was a billboard on my way to work every morning that was like a die cut of these three or four different lawyers. And these birds would all roost up right above them on their heads. And so after a couple months, these lawyers, uh, their pictures were just covered by bird shit. It was the funniest thing. <laughs> well, from Costco food thieves to cinnamon toast crunch, we're going to shift our direction over to cereal. Preston, what's the coolest thing you ever got out of a cereal box? Mm, a uh, Batman glow-in-the-dark spoon. Oh, that's pretty fucking cool. Hell yeah. Yeah. Do you still have said spoon? Yeah, I got it like, a th- you know, like two, three years ago in the kids' cereal box. Oh. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, my brother and I got a really awesome metal Tony the Tiger spoon when we were kids. Gosh, years ago, probably 30 years ago or more. Uh, my mom and dad still have it, and we would fight tooth and nail every morning we had breakfast together to see who could get up to the kitchen the fastest and get that Tony the Tiger spoon before the other person realized they were getting it. And I was at my parents' house the other day, and they had it, and I was so tempted to be like, can I please have that spoon? Because how great would that be just to rub that in my brother's yeah. face? That Oh, yeah, by the way, I got the spoon. Send a photo and be like, I got the fucking spoon, Kevin. <laughs> but I could see it, too, like me coming to their house next time, going through their silverware and being like, hey, where's your Tony the Tiger spoon? And my mom being like, oh, your brother, you know, came over and actually took it. <laughs> Kevin really wanted but it. It would be cool. <laughs> right. I think it'd be cool once my uh, my nephew gets a little older uh, to then pass that down to him. That's a, it's a pretty awesome spoon. Yeah. You know, have sleepovers with Uncle Sean and see who could race to the kitchen the fastest to get that motherfucking spoon. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'd let him have it. I feel bad for pushing a kid down. <laughs> <laughs> well... Have you heard the weird case of the guy named Jenison Carp tweeting about finding cinnamon toast coated shrimp tails in a cinnamon toast crunch box? No. All right. Well, Twitter users are currently scratching their heads over the Los Angeles man's claim that he found shrimp tails in a cinnamon toast crunch box. And the cereal maker's explanation for the alleged findings are pretty bizarre. Jenison Carp writer and TV producer, contacted the Cinnamon Toast Crunch Twitter account Monday afternoon. This is back on the 23rd of March. When he claimed to discover the fishy-looking items in his cereal. On his tweet, he says, um, then an ad pops up, um, CTC squares, why are there shrimp tails in my cereal? No, this is not a bit. And at first, the cereal social team apologized and asked for more information. We're sorry to see what you found. We would like to report this to our quality team and replace the box. Can you please send us a DM to collect more details? Thanks. Then the Cinnamon Toast Crunch Twitter account claimed that what Carp thought he found were not shrimp tails, but actually an accumulation of cinnamon sugar, like a big hefty clump of sweet, sweet cinnamon sugar goodness. And they tweeted back, After further investigation with our team that closely examined the image, it appears that the accumulation of the cinnamon sugar that sometimes can occur when ingredients aren't thoroughly blended, we assure you that there's no possibility of cross-contamination with shrimp. So Carp was skeptical, 
incredibly skeptical. So much of what he accused the cereal company, um, so much that he accused the cereal manufacturer of lying, posting another photo of the pieces of shrimp tail. He says, okay, well, after further investigation with my eyes, <laughs> these, <laughs> these are cinnamon-coated shrimp tails, you weirdos. I wasn't at all mad until now when you tried to gaslight me. Then he went digging deeper into the cereal bag. Part of a two-pack purchased at Costco. Damn, I guess we are talking about Costco again. Where he made more discoveries. He said, I was convinced to go back through the bag since when I first noticed the shrimp tails, I freaked out and closed the box. Here's all my findings, which now include a weird little string, question mark. So he's got one, two, three, four, five, six shrimp tails and a piece of white-looking floss. Carp said his wife, actress Danielle Fischel, also discovered what looked like dental floss in another bag of cereal. He went on to tweet, Here's an update. My wife has a stronger stomach than me and checked the other bag in the family pack. This one seems taped up, question mark. And also appears to include, I don't even want to say it, but a piece of dental floss. Carp eventually came to the theory that the box was somehow infested by a rat that also left droppings in other collections. So basically what could have happened here is some kind of mouse, some kind of rodent may have taken up shop and lived in this box of cereal. Jensen went on to tweet, This is also where I've currently landed, unfortunately. It makes me want to wash my mouth out with acid. But also, it doesn't explain the weird taped up bag. Is there anyone in L.A. Twitter who can test these black pieces for me? So what he found basically was black rat droppings that were baked into the squares. The shrimp and string collections also looked like the bag uh, had something that had nested inside of it. <coughs> yeah, oh, I know. Gosh, neither Carp or General Mills, which makes Cinnamon Toast Crunch, immediately responded to requests for comments from Huffington Post. On Tuesday, Jensen tweeted he was taking the tails to a lab to be tested to make sure they were indeed really shrimp. Cinnamon Toast Crunch put out a statement saying whatever carp found in the cereal didn't occur at any of their facilities and told customers who encountered similar findings to please reach out. Well, we're still investigating this manner, we will say with confidence this did not occur at our facility. We're waiting for the consumer to send us the package to investigate further. Any consumers who notice their cereal box or bag to be tampered with, such as clear tape that was found in this case, should contact us at 1-800-328-1144. So yeah, I'd say your glow-in-the-dark Batman spoon wins out over the uh, shrimp tails, Ugh. dental floss, and possible rat Ugh. droppings. And fuck you, General Mills. Like, own up to that shit. Like, yeah. oh, the things that look like shrimp tails are congealed cinnamon sugar. Since when <laughs> in the fucking history of Mother Nature and science has sugar ever combined to form something that looks identical to a fucking shrimp tail? <sighs> Since people have shellfish allergies and they don't want to get sued, I guess. I mean, imagine, like, Ugh. if you were allergic to shrimp and you had a bowl of that cereal only to have your esophagus close up and, you know, pass out on the floor. Own up, General Mills. Yeah, you sons of bitches. Okay, well, you got a glow-in-the-dark Batman spoon. That's pretty cool, I guess. What's the weirdest thing you found while you were out for a walk, Preston? Um, 
some dude's crusty <laughs> underwear with holes in it. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Now, this happened about a week ago. A woman who was reported missing in Florida three weeks ago from the beginning of March was recently rescued from a storm drain where she was found trapped and naked. The Delray Beach Fire Rescue said a nearby passerby had heard the woman's cries for help while she was out for a walk and then called 911 just before 9 a.m. on Tuesday. Firefighters said they removed the grate before using a ladder and harness to lift the woman out of the drain. The woman, whose identity thus far has been kept secret, has now been taken to a local hospital. The woman has been reported missing by the Palm Beach County Sheriff's Office since March 3rd. Officials reported they do not know how long she was in the 8-foot deep storm drain. <laughs> the woman had been yelling for help during rush hour traffic, says a Delray Beach Fire Rescue spokesperson. She was lucky. I don't know how much longer she could have been down there and stayed okay. The idea that somebody might have been down there for any length of time is disturbing. It's dirty, dangerous. There are snakes, rats, garbage, dirt, leaves, anything that's on the street gets washed down into the sewer, and it smells terrible down there anyway. Delray Beach Fire Rescue spokesperson said the woman was found completely naked, covered in dirt and leaves, and her hair, and she was also scraped up with her knees, her shoulders, and elbows, and the woman was too weak to stand up without any help. The storm drain entrance was also too small for an adult to fit through. The Delray Beach Police spokesperson Ted White told the news agency that investigators do not suspect foul play. From the police department standpoint, we don't believe there's any type of crime being committed here. It doesn't seem like she was taken against her will. Now, from there, we do have an update. The woman reportedly had gone missing when her boyfriend came home from work and discovered her car keys and her cell phone and her purse at his house. He reported her missing on March 3rd, not knowing where she had went after she got off of work. Now, after interviewing the woman, police said that she decided to go for a swim in a nearby canal by her boyfriend's house, and while swimming, she came across a tunnel. So she thought she'd go inside and do a little bit of exploring, where soon after all the twists and turns, she suddenly got lost. Then, not being able to find her way out of the tunnel, she simply was in there for three weeks trying to survive before the passerby was able to stop and help rescue her by calling 911. I saw the uh, meme that Steve uh, posted to our group chat. <laughs> and so yeah, lo and behold, she had been down there for a couple weeks, I think. Ugh. And uh, when she got out, they said she couldn't even walk. She was just so completely famished, you know, dehydrated, hungry, and, and weak from trying to swim and tread water for that whole time. So Ugh. I don't know. Moral of the story is, folks, don't go swimming in dark tunnels. Come yeah. on. Or, like, I don't know, like, make sure that you're prepared and, like, have a little fucking, like, chalk thing with you and make X's on the walls so you can find your way back out. <laughs> That's a good idea. Some waterproof chalk. Or, you know, just, uh, you, know, you know, whatever else. Like, be prepared, people. You could have got a rock out of the nasty yeah. tunnel and scratched the fucking wall like an adult. Yeah, or just not gone swimming into a tunnel. I mean, I know it said here at the very end that there were cases of uh, mental illness in this woman's past, so we got to give that, you know, some consideration. But 
Yeah, that's kind of rule of thumb number one. When you go swimming, don't go swimming in tunnels. Don't go swimming anywhere you don't know, you know, essentially where you're going to be at or know anything about. That's just kind of dangerous. Yeah. Uh. Well, there you go, guys. Some news you may have missed. What we learned today is when you're out shopping, putting your groceries away, walk out for those giant flocks of blackbirds. When you're opening up the cereal box, looking for what treasures might be inside, keep an eye out for shellfish and don't go chasing water tunnels. Yeah, there you go. All right, man. You got anything else to add? Nope. Cool, cool, cool. Short, sweet, to the point. Now, the last thing we want to announce is that 13 Nightmares is back, baby. We just dropped the newest episode. Steve and I dissected the famous Wes Craven film, Scream. Unfortunately, Brady was not able to join us because he uh, had gone back to school, and our schedules just didn't really line up. That's why it took damn near a year for us to get our next episode out. But... We went ahead and did our third deep dive episode about Scream. We had a lot of fun. The episode is about two hours long, and it is the celebrated return of 13 Nightmares. And then from then on, we will also be doing a deep dive, hopefully coming out in April, where we'll jump into the Cronenberg classic, Jeff Goldblum's The Fly. Ooh. Did you ever, did you ever see that one? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so good. They have a box set you can buy from Shout Factory, uh, actually at Walmart's now for 40 bucks, and it comes with all three of the original black and white flies, and then it also comes with um, Jeff Goldblum's remake, along with the sequel to that one as well, so I'm thinking about picking that bad boy up. Don't need it, but boy, do I want it. All right, well, we're going to go ahead and get out of here, guys. Hopefully... Hopefully everything sounds great. I think it will. And we'll be back next week with a full-length episode about some pretty interesting topics. So until next time, guys, please check out 13 Nightmares. Check out Animazingly Baka. Check out Pixelated Sausage and Attack the Backlog. If you're in the Wichita area, please check out CD Trade Post. Pop in, say hi to our friend Leslie and the gang down there. And then follow the Instagram page, PXL Paranormal. That's where all the photos get dropped into that uh, may be companions to these episodes. We put some updates on there, some other fun stuff. We got a Facebook page, The Pixelated Paranormal Podcast. Give us a follow, give us a like, give us some shares. That sure would be appreciative. Uh, T shirts are going to be on the way. I got to finish setting up plans with my neighbor to get those rocking and rolling. Preston, what do you got for us? One, don't forget YouTube, because now we're up to like 87 subscribers, so keep oh, that thing. Oh, girl. Yeah, ticking away. And mm-hmm, then, mm-hmm. as always, if you need a beard, if you want a beard, if you want to grow the best damn beard that you can grow that won't get you lost in the tunnels underneath your city for a week, check out BigDobsBeardBomb.com <laughs> and use promo code PXLPARA for 20% off your order. And check out scents like Dundee Cedar, Bay Rum, Sweet Tobacco, Fresh, Citrus, Mint and classic. Very, very nice. Hell yeah. All right. Well, until next time, guys, I'd like to say cheers to the weird shit in the world and to those of us that love to talk about it. And stay spooky and stay on the paranormal highway. The cast at Pixelated Paranormal would like to thank you for listening to this week's episode. 
Pixelated Paranormal is here to tell you tales of the fantastical, the strange, the unknown. Tales that will move you a little further down the paranormal highway. If you'd like to share your own listener story, we would love to hear it. Email us at pixelatedparanormal at gmail.com. Again, that's pixelatedparanormal at gmail.com. We'd really love to hear from you. Again, thanks for listening to this week's episode of Pixelated Paranormal, your guide to the unusual and the strange.